Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Wow. Fellow adventurers, we are back with Sir Crokington. We're in the village of Hawklaw. And it is time. Time to do the adventure called The Dark of Widowwood. At the behest of two defeated adventurers, you're about to make your way into the dark, twisting confines of Widowwood Cave. Seeking to discover the fate of two missing boys, while endeavouring to survive the swarming menace that has laid claim to the shadowy lair. Then let us begin. It could be normal scale, don't go for normal. Embark. A grey autumn afternoon, the edge of a broad meadow in the hills east and north of Hawklaw. Tyborath grimaced and allowed an involuntary shudder to momentarily shatter his concentration. The bulky warrior held his breath as the startling sensation passed through him, only only when it reached the tip of his fingers. Little more than a faint tingling, he renewed his grip on the haft of his axe and looked back to the far edge of the clearing. So far, there was nothing. He maintained his anxious vigil. Tebworth's jumbled thoughts turned to Dwali. It had been at the young woman's insistence that they had ventured into the cave in search of the missing boys. Brothers from Hawklaw, but it proved every bit the fool's errand as he feared it would. There were simply too many of them. Savage, mindless, swarming, snapping, relentless. Where was she? She'd been right behind him, Tabworth curse. He was certain that the brothers... If indeed they'd wandered into that lair, were dead. He and Jor, both accomplished adventurers and no strangers to peril, had barely managed to escape with their lives. Now, as he watched and waited, afraid to consider worth, but hardly naive enough to hope for the best, he prayed that Jor hadn't stopped to stem the tide in that narrow passage. Even with her magical fire, the ant horde 
would tear her to pieces. And there's a link here. What ant horde? Skirmish ants. Unfortunate indeed is the adventurer who runs into a nest or roving band of these fierce, giant ants named skirmisher due to their ferocity and unnerving propensity to attack and devour anything they encounter. These ants are best avoided at all cost, more often than not. When skirmisher ants are encountered, it's a roving band of warrior ants seeking out a safe location to which they re can relocate an existing net. nest. Typically, skirmisher ants were about as large as a medium-sized dog. Ah, it's too big, too big! The skirmisher ant queen, who they are rarely encountered, is said to be roughly the size of a bear. Hmm. Alright, it's bad news. Tabrath slightly cursed himself for running back, for not running back towards the mouth of the cave. But if Jorah had stopped to fight the ants, his intervention would prove meanness. There were too many of them! He continued to wait and repeated the prayers he began mumbling when they had taken flight. He prayed for Joral. He prayed for the missing boys. Tybro! They're gone! They didn't follow me out! Jolalio's breathless shout reached, reached his ears a few moments before the young woman burst out of the forest and into the clearing. His heart skipped a beat and he exhaled sharply as his long-time adventuring companion moved swiftly through the tall grass and up before him. Her rounded face was streaked with grime and sweat, and her chest rose and fell rapidly and irregularly as she struggled to regain her breath. I didn't think... I don't think those boys are in there, he said, placing his hand on her shoulder, the gesture as much to his allay his own misgivings, about abandoning the endeavour as it was to reassure the, the young spellcaster. We should probably... Joel produced what appeared to be a pair of sticks and held them out for companions to take. Talbroth set down his axe and took the two pieces of wood, quickly realising they'd been tied together to fashion a blade and hilt of a crude wooden sword. He stared knowingly at Joel and she nodded. Doesn't mean they're still alive. But they were in there, she said, still nodding. I went over that on the way out. Well, and went back to get it. Had to be sure. That was one of the swords they said they were carrying. They were in Marva. They were in there. May your father protect them. They were in there. For nearly a minute, neither spoke. Both of them knew what the reality was. The two grey wall buffers from Hawklaw, both of whom had yet to know ten summers, left the village yesterday afternoon, stick swords in hand, speaking of taking back Winterwood Cave. Had the boys known the cave was infested with skirmisher ants? Seemed unlikely to either, either season adventuring, but there was no accounting for the brashhood brashness and unfoolhardy reasoning of the very young. Tabra thought about the two boys, standing in the damp gloom of one of the cave's narrow tunnels, tightly gripping their pretend swords as the first of the lair's nightmarish denizens bore down on them. 
fear. The fear they must have, must have felt is something that he could only partially imagine. Tarboff hated the ants. In fact, though he would never admit it, he was terrified of them. Goblins, ogres, trolls and elk could be vanquished. The morale could be broken. Only rarely would these wicked creatures fight to the death when the chance to pers escape presented itself. These creatures, however, foul they were, valued their own survival. They understood fear and could be relied upon to heed its most desperate warnings. They were beatable. Not so with ants. They could be defeated, he recognised, but only when every last one of their number was motionless and oozing the dreadful, sweet-smelling ichor that filled their armoured husks. The ants never stopped coming, never stopped fighting, and they never fled. They swarmed and snapped until any perceived threat was removed. The two boys and their wooden swords wouldn't have stood a chance against even one of the fearless menaces. And Widowwood Wave Cave was teeming with them. By the old father, what do we do now? Tabus' question snapped you out of deep thought. She turned and stared back at the direction of the cave, its mouth well concealed behind the thick tangle of forest that surrounded the meadow. The ants weren't coming. Now that she and Talbroth had fled, the threat to their lair was gone. They'd retreat into the darkness of the cave, prepare its gloomy tunnels for the arrival of their queen. An elusive, massive, truly horrifying creature that few living souls had ever had the misfortune of encountering. Joro's mind waste. The next move wasn't particularly easy, easy to see. Her magic fire had killed perhaps a dozen ants? And Tobroth Axe had driven up their tally to nearly twenty. But there seemed to be no end of them. She feared for the two boys who presumably wandered into or near the cave. Though she, like her companion, was now all but certain they were dead. Still, the unyielding desire to rescue them. To save them from savagery and terror the young minds couldn't possibly comprehend was difficult to abandon. Slowly, however, as a grim realisation of their likely demise set in, their growing despair gave way to unbridled anger. She would see the ants destroyed. The task may have been beyond her and her stalwart companion, but she would see it done. And much to her own burgeoning sense of relief, she was certainly confident about how that end would be achieved. Come on, she said, suddenly realising Tabworth was expect staring expectantly at her. Let's go back to the village. We need to talk to Piripor. Early the very next morning, in the wooded hills north and east of Hawklaw, before the mouth of Widowwood Cave, the very lair from which Tyborath and Jorel barely escaped, only yesterday. You spent the last several minutes closely observing the gaping cave mouth, 
If the account Tarboff and Doro gave you late late yesterday in Hawkeye was accurate, and you have no reason to doubt them, then Widowwood Cave is swarming with skirmisher ants. A daunting prospect for even the most experienced adventurer. You'd been planning to leave Hillclaw, seeking to follow the rumour of adventure in the northwest corner of the kingdom, when you were waylaid by Piripor, the beloved innkeeper, beloved keeper of the Stone Back Tavern, in a private space towards the back of the establishment's common room. He introduced you to Tybroth and Joel, over several months of Paleo. The two adventurers related to you a full account of the missing brothers and their subsequent, though ultimately unsuccessful search of nearby Widowwood Cave. After listening intently to the na- narrative provided by Torbrath and Nadural, and with a fair measure of Puripor's seemingly endless stream of wisdom thrown in, you determined the only course of action was for you to enter Widowwood Cave and clear out the skirmisher ants that have infested it. The two adventurers, both obviously shaken by what they encountered in the cave, seemed profoundly relieved when you encountered, when you announced your intentions. Jirol and Thond Greywall, people pronounced, perhaps realising the missing boys had yet to be named. A mysterious pair, and no mistake, but good lads by all measure, Dare not think of them stuck somewhere in that awful cave. Neither I dare think of their folks. It would be a relief to them to know that you're going after them. A relief to us all. With no desire to delay what you hoped would prove to be a rescue, you decided to set out at once. After receiving directions to the cave from Joel, you bid you bade her, Tabworth, and Purapur farewell and prepared to depart. As you were about to leave, Piripor caught up with you at the door and took you aside. Speaking in a hushed tone, he related to you his fondness for the Grey Wolves and just how distraught they and he are over their disappearance. We're few enough and close enough to feel like kin, he said, in obvious reference to the citizenry of Hawklaw. Their parents, Jord and Elisa, are very good friends of mine. I don't mean to add to your burden, of course, but I consider what you're undertaking as a personal favour to me. Thank you, friend. You you meet Piripor on a shoulder cross. We've figured out how to do it. (laughs) And promised him that you would do your very best to find and rescue the boys. If indeed a rescue is still possible. With that, you turned and stepped out of the tavern, eager to get your mission underway. Piripor who, from the open door, watched you make your way along the village thoroughfare, finally turned and walked back to the tavern where Tilbraff and Dora were seated. There, my friends, goes the best and only chance those boys have got, says Piriflor, elicting, elicting nods from the two adventures. Don't worry, the Grey Wall lads are alive, and I pray that they are. Oh, Sir Croakington will bring them home. And be sure there won't be an ant left alive to have any say about it. And now, the shrill cry of a forest bird and the echoing answer of his distant mate snaps your thoughts and focus back to the presence. 
he once again scoured the surrounding forest for any sign of the ants that had taken up residence in the dark of Widowwood. After several moments, convinced your approach will not be observed, you cautiously make your way up to the mouth of the cave. You're standing just outside the gaping mouth of Widowmouth Cave. A cool breeze drifts out of the cave's shadowy moor, bearing on its breath a strange, somewhat sweet odour. Despite the danger you're certain lurks in the darkness beyond the cave's moor, you realise you must brave the perils within the lair if you have any chance of finding the miss missing grey wall balls alive. Uh, Alright, enter the cave, of course. Alright, I'm sort of near the northwest side. You're standing just inside the broad mouth of Widowwood Cave, enveloped in the eerie gloom that fills this dank forest lair. Before you, a sloping tunnel leads south into the heart of the cave. Alright, going south. Without warning, a skirmisher ant charges out of the shadows ahead. With deadly jaws stretched wide, the fearsome creature bears down on you with unnerving swiftness. Okay, okay. Gotta get, gotta get out of the way. Gotta hop just behind its head and stab it. Because that's the only place it can't bite me. The skirmisher ant tries to snap at you with his powerful jaw, but it can't because I'm behind its head. And it is slain. 8xp. After carefully checking over your gear and making certain there were no more ants lurking in the nearby gloom, you warily continue along the cave tunnel. Alright, going west, south. You freeze in mid-step and draw yourself into a defensive stance as a massive, glowing skirmisher ant suddenly appears out the dark and said, What? Glowing? No one said anything about glowing! fearsome creature, its armoured body surrounded by a faint green aura, wildly snapped its deadly jaws while moving swiftly towards you. Well, glowing or not, it's going down. Hold your ground and face the giant ant. With grim determination, you boldly step forward to meet the swift advance of the massive, growing, no, glowing, not growing, glowing, just glowing. I mean, they're bad enough without getting even bigger. Massive skirmisher ant. My weapon is ineffective against this enemy. Hmm. And I'm wielding a magic weapon, so... That means there's something I have to get somewhere. What if... I use wave touch? Oh, it's got, a, it's got an anti-magic aura, too! Okay. Who's been messing with ants? Making them even more powerful? Because they really don't need that. Okay, someone needs a good talking to. And a slap. To say, stop it, stop making ants more powerful. Bad idea. Slap. Alright, I've got to run away. Because there's just no way. It's just, just, just invincible. You're unable to attack because you're fleeing. The massive ant snapped through his powerful jaws. He fled from combat. You turn and take flight, narrowly dodging the de deadly snap of the glow glowing ant's massive jaws. Much to your relief, 
The giant skirmish ant appears to take no interest in pursuing you. Instead, the fearsome creature turns and moves off in opposite direction along the tunnel. Taking a few moments to catch your breath, you rarely set off along your way. Yeah, and it's in and it's back in the same place. It's whole it's it's guarding an intersection. Alright, I'm gonna have to go another way. Alright, bit southeast of the entrance. Here's a, just a regular skirmish ants. Yeah, after having seen that massive glowing one, these ones don't seem quite as scary. Another eight XP. Alright. And approach it from the other side and don't don't go there. Alright. Making my way to the western edge. Here's a regular skirmish ant. Stabity stab stab stab. Stab the ants. Stab the ants. Stab the ants in their underpants. If they had underpants, that is, but they don't, so I just stab them. Alright. A strange, faintly sweet odour wafts through the deep gloom that fills these twisting cave passages. Now and again, you can hear what sounds like something moving off in the distance. Alright, I'm near the southwest corner. Another skirmisher ant turns up. Good job they're not, you know, acting like real ants, and you know, just throwing more and more ants at any problem until it is resolved. You know, just attacking in one at a time. I mean, if the, hmm. well, I'm not sure how wide these passages are. Oh, it's a giant ant. Giant glowing ant. Well, I couldn't handle one, so I can't handle this one either. Right, get away. Alright, that's guarding another intersection. A four-way intersection. Which, of course, makes sense. Because that means that... Pretty much, if anyone's going into that cave, they'll bump into them eventually. Suddenly, without warning, four skirmisher ants charge out of the gloom. Oh no! They're learning tactics! Oh no! No! The vicious, fearless creatures swiftly move to surround you, making escape impossible. With your heart pounding, you draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and position yourself to face the swarming ants one at a time. Phew, well, at least they didn't make these tunnels extra wide. The first skirmisher ant is immediately upon you, seeking to clamp its massive jaws down upon you and tear me in half. And then eat me, because that's what ants do. The skirmisher ant snaps into his powerful jaws and is slain. 12 XP. You leap back from the oozing carcass of the slain ant. Prepare to engage the next of the fearless creatures. Before you can even catch your breath, the second skirmish ant is upon you. Its deadly jaw snapping within inches of your flesh. Alright, and there it goes. Another 12 XP. You leap back from the oozing carcass of the slain ant. Prepare to engage the next of the fearless creatures. Alright, here's number three. Stabity stab stab stab. Alright, 10 XP for that. The last of the skirmish ants. For now.
For now, there'll be more. There's always more. Rushes forward and attacks. His deadly jaws snap, wildly snapping. Skirmishuant. Four, four. Skirmishuant snaps with his powerful jaws. Savage bites of the enemy tear into my flesh. Did a bit of damage, but it's still slain. Travix speed. The last of the Skirmishuant collapses into an oozing heap at your feet. You step back and exhale sharply as the unpleasant odour rising from the carcass of the slain creatures assails your senses. 32 XP to General. After taking a few moments to recover from battle, you make your way past the slain ants and warily resume your exploration of the cave. Alright. And there, I just circled back to where the glowing ant... Ooh. I tried to run from one ant and bumped straight into another one. Alright, okay, it goes, Gah! And then I jump on its head. Not that that does much damage because I'm not that, that heavy. No, I just jump it so I can get behind the head and stab. Stab it in its very thin neck. That's yeah, good. I mean, they do have most of their brain. In the head, so that'll do damage, but it wouldn't stop them. They'd keep going, even if you got the head, because decentralized nervous system. They'll just keep going. Wouldn't better do most of their damage, but they'll keep going. Snaps it to its powerful jaws and is slain. 8 XP. After carefully checking over your gear, making certain there are no more ants lurking nearby gloom, you warily continue along the cave tunnel. Alright. Alright, going northeast from that blockage with the glowing ant. Here's another skirmisher ant blocking my path. No more. Well, the corpse is blocking my path, but I can get past that. Okay. Now there's Alco's. To the east, up a bit, and another alcove. Alright, alcove to the west. Here's a skirmisher ant. Just waiting there, in the alcove. Probably doing digging things. Or something. Suddenly, without warning, four skirmisher ants charge out of the gloom. The vicious, fearless creatures swiftly move to surround you, making escape impossible. With your heart pounding, you draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and position yourself to face the swarming ants one at a time. The first skirmisher ant is upon you. Alright, just stab, 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 stab. Here comes 11 XP. Number two, the second ant of four. That's half of them, of this, this, this group. Here's the third. Alright, 10 XP. And here's the fourth. And that is 12 XP. 32 experience to general. You make your way past the slain ants and warily resume your exploration of the cave. Better get away from here. Because the slain ants smell. Because the slain ants will release pheromones that will call yet more ants. Because that's just how ants work. I mean, usually, usually it just means anyone who messes with ants gets killed. But sometimes it's, I think, 
crazy raspberry ants or something. It just means they just keep charging in, getting getting in, in, in microchips and electronic circuits and things. They charge in, get themselves killed, which cause more ants, which charge in, get themselves killed. Which summons more ants, which charge in, get themselves killed. Which cause more ants, which charge in, get themselves killed. And so suddenly you're blowing up all the electrics with just sheer weight of ants short-circuiting everything. Yes. Yeah, because remember, your high-tech is nothing against ants. Because ants don't give up. And there's always more ants. Always. Alright, going... More in the northerly part now. Oh, another giant glowing ant. Got to get away from that. Alright. Going towards the northeast side now. Alright. Going along the top. Suddenly. You suddenly spot something lying at the edge of the tunnel. A closer examination reveals the object to be a crude pretend sword. Fashioned out of two sticks. A small length of twine binds the shorter stick, the hilt, to the longer one, the blade. The discovery serves to bring you a small measure of health. At least one of the Greylord lads made it this far. Though there is nothing here to suggest what became of one or both of them after this point. The making a more thorough search in the immediate vicinity and finding nothing... You cast the sword aside and once again resume your exploration along the cave passage. Alright, going west. Oh, there's a little alcove here. The, the passage ends, but there wasn't anything there. Hmm. Well, you can't expect people to put treasures at the end of every passage. Alright, making my way to the northeast corner. Here I am. Right, now going south from there. Alcove to the west, alcove to the east, nothing in there. Down to the southeast corner. This is a very large cave. Alright, it's, it's sort of a gritty pattern here, but only a little bit. Alright, keep going, keep going. Where are you, silly ants? Uh, there must be some. Hmm. Did I? Did I deal, for, deal with all the random combats? Oh, I must be planning something. Always planning something. That thing, of course, being bite. Bite things. Alright, giant ant. Get, get away from that. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Sort of in the middle, Alco to the west. A massive iron orb sits in the precise centre of this broad alcove. The twisted, oozing remains of over a dozen skirmisher ants lie nearby. Several of them within just a few feet of the giant spear. Hmm, that looks handy. I could use, maybe I could use that. You know, just roll it around and have it... At the giant glowing ants. And then I presumably I'll be able to get somewhere. Approach the iron orb, from which a soft glowing hum animates. As you step step up to the massive iron orb, a strange sense of bewilderment washes over you, leaving you feeling somewhat drained. Oh, oh no! My Neville Reserve just disappeared! Suddenly, the ghostly figure of a man in flowing robes appears next to the orb. The Phantasmal Man, whose dark, receding hair is pulled back into a single, lengthy braid, smiles and bows deeply. Rejoice, friend, for you are now in the presence of Dog Dromgolthar, Lord of the Waking Mire, and now and again, dutiful observer of this inconsequential realm, he says, repeating his bow before returning to his full height and throwing his arms. How do you like my creatures? I hoped my orb would attract something greater than this crawling orb, but one mustn't be ungrateful. And at my core I am, above all else, always grateful. You find yourself momentarily at loss for words. You've long known about the tales of Dromgolthal, a powerful neville entity that is said to appear at all times to either aid or fraud those endeavouring to complete an important task. Okay, there's a link for this guy. Dromgolthal, hailing from a shadowy realm in the deepest reaches of the Neverness, the Demon Lord, who, some accounts, simply refers to him as an entity. Dromgolthal is said to reside in a windowless tower that rises out of the heart of a nightmarish swamp known as the Waking Mire. Tales abound of Dogmorthal's interference in the affairs of Swift's adventures. By most accounts, he appears to adventurers in the form of a ghostly figure, to offer them his help and guidance. While the true intentions of the powerful entity known as 
Drumgore Thar may never be ascertained. Most who have encountered him believe that despite what he possesses, his intentions are largely sinister in nature. But I'll get what help I can. Nothing to say? Well, that's alright, says the ghostly figure. I don't need to hear from you anyhow. I decided you could possibly, probably use a bit of my help. Well, could you? I'll accept his help, because I need all the help I can get. That's using what brains you've got, the demon says laughing. You're going to need my help, mind you. Because the lads you've come here seeking are still alive and unharmed. Phew. Mostly. That, and if you can find them in, in time, they ought to stay that way. But you better hurry. Things are starting to look a little bit dire. He immediately asked John Gorthal about the missing boys. Yes, yes, settle down, he says in a slightly annoyed tone. As he shakes his head. I'll help you with this place of those miserable, crawling creatures. And then the rest is up to you. I assume you've defeated at least a few of them on your own. Whether you announce the num- number of skirmish you actually slain, John Gorthal grins and rubs his hand together. Most very excellent, he cries. That leaves only those glowing ants. What's that? You've encountered the glowing ants? Yes. Well... I'm truly sorry about them. A little of the experiment of mine. They were... God, if you weren't a powerful never or entity whose help I needed, I would slap you. I would slap you for that. But I can't because you're a powerful never or entity whose help I need. All right, but once I've got my, got my help, then I'll slap you. I'll slap you. I'll slap you to the week after next. Three Tuesdays forward. Yeah. Three Tuesdays forward! I'll not be repeating that one. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll bespell upon you the means to properly deal with them. The ghostly figure of Don Gorthar winks at you, and for a fleeting moment you feel slightly light-headed. There, it's done. And you don't even have to thank me. Unless you want to, of course. Okay, thank you. You'll now be able to contend with those glowing ants much... Better when you run into them. All right, there's no need for delay. After all, you've got a rescue to effect, haven't you? You thank the woe demon image. They feel somewhat strange doing so. And then make another inquiry about the missing children. I've already told you they're cowardly fine, he says, clearly put off by the question. You best tend to winning this place of those ants, by the way. There are four of the glowing ones. Did you hear what I said? There are four of them. Just four. Once you've gotten rid of the ants, follow your ears and you'll find what you're looking for. So there. There we have it. That's the bargain. You with this place of this ants. And I'll do do what I can to see the little quitters that you've come here to rescue stay safe. Realising, according to what Jog Morthal told you, that you need to rid the cave of the ants before you'll be able to fight the missing boys. You again thank him and begin to step away from the massive iron warp. Oh, think enough of it, really, he says, yawning. After all, it was my ants that caused this all. Wait, you never heard that? Yes. Pretend you never heard any of that. 
All right, off with you now. Have of those miserable creatures. As you step away from the iron orb, the ghostly image of Gongbol Thar flickers briefly and then vanishes. All right, let's go slay some ants. All right, we'll go back to the first one we met. Hold your ground and face the giant ant. With grim determination, you boldly step forward to meet the swift advance of the massive glowing ant. Well, if you're bigger, that just means there's more of you to strap. Massive skirmisher ant snaps into his powerful jaws. But I'm well out of the way. Oh, the savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh. What? It, it turned around. Not supposed to do that. That was 23 damage. And it is slain. 70 XP. You step away from the shattered, oozing carcass of the skirmisher ant and wipe away several beads of sweat as they streak down your brow. The greenish glow surrounding the slain ant slowly fades, away, fades before ultimately vanishing. You've just slain your first giant glowing ant. According to what Dom Gorthal told you, there were a total of four of these creatures lurking in the cave. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the cave passage. Alright, let's go find the next one. Alright, got southwest a bit. Here's another one. Hold your ground and face the giant ant. Massive skirmisher ant. Stabity stab stab stab. We got another special in. But still, it is slain. Another 70 XP. You step away from the shattered, oozing carcass of the skirmisher ant and wipe away several beads of sweat as they streak down your brow. The greenish glow surrounding the slain ant slowly fades before ultimately vanishing. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the cave passage. Alright, going west. Now... There's a few more to fill in. Alright, going along the south side. Oh, here's another one. Here it comes, the advance of the massive glowing ant. And slain. Alright, another 70 XP for that. Alright, there's just one of them left now. To take a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the cave passage. Alright, see a little alcove to the north, nothing there. Alright, what's left, what's left, what's left? It's a place where I haven't been before. Alright, here. Oh, no. Where are you, where are you hiding, you giant glowing beasties? Yeah, one more to find, one more to find. Is that it? There's a place I haven't been yet. Nope. Right, keep going, keep going. Sort of working through the middle to the west. There's where, there's where that orb is. Don't, don't need to go there. Alright. Southwest of where the orb is. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Alright. And here we are. 
Oh, yep, here's the other one. Just a little southwest of the first. Hold your ground. The fearsome creature, its armoured body surrounded by a faint green aura. Widely snapped, its deadly jaws while moving swiftly towards you. Hold my ground and face the giant ant. With grim determination, you step forward to meet the swift advance of the massive, glowing ant. Massive skirmisher ant. Snaps at you with its powerful jaws. And is slain. 70 XP. You step away from the shattered, oozing carcass of the skirmisher ant and wipe away several beads of sweat as they streak down your brow. The greenish glow surrounding the slain ant slowly fades before ultimately vanishing. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the cave passage. Somewhere off to the north, north and east, hear what sounds like someone shouting for help. Somewhere off to the east, you can hear what sounds like someone shouting for help. Okay, keep going east. East again. Off to the east. Suddenly, having reached the edge of, edge, end of the tunnel and made a quick search of the area, you're about to turn and head back along the passage when a sudden flurry of movement in the nearby gloom catches your eye. Instinctively, you assume a combat-ready stance, prepared to face yet another skirmish around, only to find yourself confronted by a sight that serves to lift the weight of the world from your shoulders. The two young boys, their faces and hands cut, scraped and covered in grime, and emerge from behind a loose slab of stone that has long kept them hidden. Without hesitation, the lads rush for, rush forward and pet me, <laughs> sobbing uncontrollably. In an effort to calm them, you ask them their names. The taller boy tells you his name is Throd, and the boy next to him is Duo. The sense of relief you felt only moments ago on discovering the missing brothers is quickly replaced by the dreadful realisation you must now lead the two children out of this perilous lair to safety. Taking immediate charge, you stoop in front of the two boys and explain to them the three of you must now make your way out of the cave as quickly and safely as possible. You're about to tell them you don't believe there are any more ants lurking in the, ca- lurking in the cave when Joel, the smaller and younger power, his eyes widening, shrieks and falls back towards the cave wall. Without hesitation, you push on in the direction of his brother and spin around to find yourself staring at three large skirmisher ants stalking out of the gloom. You issue a sharp command to the terrified youngsters, ordering them to stay behind you as you draw yourself into position to face the first of the advancing ants. Skirmisher ant one of three. Skirmisher ant snaps at you with its powerful jaws and is slain. 12 XP. Leaping over the carcass of the first ant, you boldly engage the second. Just going to stab, 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 stab. The third skirmish ant is immediately upon you, his deadly jaws snapping wildly as it fearlessly attacks. The third and final ant, and is slain. It may be the actual final ant. The instant the third ant collapses into a oozing heap on the cave floor, you gather up Jure and Thrond and, 
having, having instructed them to remain directly behind you, begin to make your way out of Mid Widowwood Cave. The brothers, still clearly terrified of the cave, and what they feel will be lurking around every corner, stumble along behind you as you cautiously navigate your way out of the, the eerie, gloom-filled lair. At last, a pale light stabs through the darkness ahead, and you realise, much to your profound relief, you're nearing the mouth of the cave. Less than a minute later, the three of you spill out of the darkness and into the fading light of the blustery late afternoon. After taking a few moments to look over the lads, pleasantly surprised that either of them have suffered more than a few scrapes and bruises, Oh, I, I guess Stromgothal delivered? Um, thanks? Because honestly, I don't think without some sort of interference you can go into an ant's lair and not get bit. It's just the rules. You've either got a magical interference or cheat. You know, like the various types of caterpillars that pretend... Dude, look at me. I smell like a baby ant. Please feed me lots of food. And they're like, mm, it smells like an ant. Here you go. Let's feed it. Doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop. Boop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop. Feeding the really, really large baby that has the wrong number of legs and is weird and is too big and doesn't have antennas. Yeah, hmm. I don't think. Feed the baby. Feed the baby. Even when it eats a few of you. Feed the baby. Feed the baby, because that is what an ant do. <laughs> yeah, like that. that. That's the way you can get into the ant there. Or, of course, you could be invited. Yes, you know, if you're an aphid or something like that. They, they get to live, but... With, with those few exceptions, if you go into an ant lair, they're going to fight you. You set off for Hawklaw, eager to bring both your mission, bring both your mission and the boars a deal, and the boys a deal to a swift and successful conclusion. It's late afternoon when you return to Hawklaw, with Jewel and Thrond Gravewar at your side. There was a joyous, tearful reunion just outside the stoneback, as both brothers, scraped and untidy, but otherwise unharmed are met by their parents' two sisters and a handful of the village's elated citizenry. After thanking and embracing you repeatedly, the boys' parents return their formerly wayward children towards home, where certain they will receive a sharp rebuke from their mother, and as far as you're concerned, quite deservingly so. As they depart and meet, as you depart and you meet perhaps the tenth bypasser, by Bystander. Bystander in a shoulder cross. Yep, they've all figured out how, how to do the tiny shoulder crosses. Put a poor appears next to you and ushers you into the tavern. Even gratitude can wear out its welcome, he says, closing the tavern door and pointing to a table next to the fire. Heeding the unspoken directive, you take you make your way across 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 the deserted con room. And a jump on the table. 
The stone-backed able keeper busies himself out of sight in the adjacent room for nearly a minute before popping his head, poking his head around the edge of the narrow doorway. Ale or paleo, he asks. Uh, ale. Penopor's head disappears, and several moments later he returns to the common room through another door, bearing his sizable hand two frothing flagons. He sets them both down on the table, which are seated, and slides one over to you. Season's best, of course, he says, smiling. Nothing like this, to wash away the dust of the world, all the grime of battle. Have at it. As you sip at your ale, Pirapur thanks you for having rescued the Grey Wall lads. He politely inquires about some of the details of your excursion into the cave, nodding or shaking his head at various points during your brief narrative. You don't need me to tell you that the folk around here think what the folk around here think of you, says Pirapur, smiling as he stands and clears the table. They've, they've long been saying the age of the adventurer is dead. Thing of the past, some might see fit to call it. Probably because Tally's did all the adventures. <laughs> well, not me. It's people like you, Sir Crokington, that make it possible for places like our Hawklaw to stay as it is, it is, outside the walls of greater places, and far away from all that comes from such attachment. I told you... This was a special favour to me, and you forever have my gratitude. Thank you, friend. The tavern doors swing open, and several patrons shuffle in, shouting greetings to Puripur, and saluting you with friendly waves. Your, ho- your host turns, and heads off for a shelf along the far wall, upon which rests a row of clean flagons. Hmm, curious. I mean, in a world where monsters exist and regularly attack, wouldn't pretty much every village have a wall? Or even say, okay, maybe a wall is the kind of thing they don't have the manpower to maintain. You know, just build your cottages in a in a circle. You know, put the you know like like circling wagons. Put all the doors inside. And then you, you're getting your defences just from the regular houses. And then put a... complete the circle. Put a proper sturdy gate around the middle. And then you have, a, you have a nice secure area in the middle where there'll be the hawk statue. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably how... That's probably a way you could fortify a village which doesn't really... That doesn't really have the manpower to spare to build a wall or have or have a standing or have a permanent militia or anything or watch or something like that. Maybe that's how you could do it. With vivid thoughts of your res- of your daring rescue in Riddlewood Cave still playing in your mind, you slump back in your seat and stretch your feet out towards the fire and slowly drift off to sleep. 1,024 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. Alright, now. Whew, quite a few new adventures have been unlocked. Now, which ones are these? I can't 
quite know. One of them is three scrolls in Dernsig. That's definitely one of them. Uh, maybe lurking danger. Not quite sure. The wand. Oh, I can't tell. I can't tell what's new. Alright, from above, no, those are new, no. Book of Secrets? Could be, could be. Maybe Beggar's Delve? That wasn't there last time I went to the Goblin Claw Inn. Oh, Dead End, that's definitely new. There's probably a few others. Because the numbers of number of adventures has increased by five. Oh, and a new shop has opened in Westmere, in Southeast Tulsa. All right, we've got enough time to pop over there, because that is a direct follow-on from this adventure. All right, Westmere. Here we go. Visit Lockside Outfitters. The small lock wedged between the Misty Lock Tavern. And a dilapidated double stone inn appears to sell weapons and armour. Sunlight spills in through gap cracks in the roof, and its broad, pale beams stabbing through the dust-laden air. Suddenly, a tall, a tall, broad-shouldered man, those lengthy dark hairs flecked with grey, appears out of the back room and strides across the shop to meet you in a shoulder cross. For he looks decidedly different than you remember. You have little trouble recognising Tarboroth, the man you last saw in Hawklaw during your mission to rescue the Grey Wall brothers from Riddlewood Cave. Hope you've been keeping away from skirmishing ants, he says with a grin, though you sense even speaking the name of the wretched creatures makes him uneasy. Well, how'd you like this little place we set up? It's not much, but we're working, working at it. You learn that in the months that have passed since your adventure in Widowwood Cave. Well, months. I guess we're not seeing these adventures in exact chronological order. Tarboff has retired from adventuring and married Joelle. The young mage and fellow adventurer was at his side on an ill-fated attempt to rescue the missing brothers. Joelle is off just now. She's still very much an adventurer. Not one to stick still for very long. I mind, I mind the shop, and she returns from her adventures with things we can sell. So far we've done quite well for ourselves, if I may be allowed to boast just a little. Tarboroth holds up a finger, as if suddenly mindful of something, and slips into a room at the back of the shop, returns only a few moments later and hands you a small leather pouch, its mouth cinched with a worn length of string. That's something I've been saving for you. So as it might sound, he says. That is, we, both me and Joao, owe you a great deal of thanks for all that you did. I know you don't need a gratitude. <laughs> Maybe don't even want it. Because you'll have it all the same. I think you'll find find a use for what's in there. You thank Tarboroth, open the pouch, and remove from it the small platinum charm carved to resemble a bear's head. Platinum bear charm. It's got an encumbrance of one. This small clap platinum charm is carved to resemble the, the head of a bear. It was given to you by Talbroth when he first visited him in the shop. Shop that he and his wife, Joel, now operate in the town of Westmere, 
According to what Tarbreath told you, or will tell you, he received the charm from a grateful sorcerer who indicated that the object bore several enchantments that would protect its, ma- its bearer. I hope that brings you luck. It has, has long done for me, he says. I know very little about it, save for the sorcerer who gave it to me told me it bore several enchantments that helped protect me from danger. It's now yours, my friend. Now, I'm not sure if that actually does anything. Alright, I guess I'll politely accept the gift. Jabba smiles and slaps you on the shoulder. He tells you that Jorah never believed the charm was magical. I can think of several times when I'm certain the little piece was at work, he says. Jorah wouldn't hear of it, but I'm certain it has powers that aren't to be overlooked. I've no doubt it'll serve you well. You thank Tabor for the plasmas. Charm smiles and nods in response. You spend the next small while conversing with Tabworth on all manner of subjects, for the conversation seems to return, as your host request, to your right recent adventures. should be careful discussing such things, he says. I've no temptation to take up my former trade, but there's no reason to stoke the fire. When at last you bid Tyborath farewell, he tells you to make sure you stop in whenever you're in the area. We'll be fixing up this place as best we can, he says. And Charo will be most glad to see you. Neither of us will ever forget what you what you did. Safe journeys, my friend. With that, you meet Tybrath in a shoulder cross. Once again, I kind of hop on, hop on one shoulder, then I hop on the other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it's... Well, we figured it out. We've all figured it out. In the shoulder cross before making your way out of the shop. Okay, now let's go to somewhere we can save. Like, I don't know, Trimdemore. Which has an adventure called At Forest Edge. Maybe we'll do that next? Anyhow, I think the next adventure we'll be doing will be a Dead End, which is in Trithic. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.